Well, hello. It's time for another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. I started one take of this by saying sweet, sweet back. And then on the second take, I took it back. So I'll say it again. Has anybody ever seen that movie, Sweet, Sweet Back? I haven't, but I, it's just in, it's Sweet, Sweet Back's badass song. I don't know. It just came to me. You guys, I'm random. People used to say that all the time, and I hate it. Used to, it used to be a thing we used to always be like, oh my God, they're so fun. They're just so random. Okay. I uh, we have a really fun show. I just have to get into something like I always like I always love to. Um, as an industry, and I'm talking about the Hollywood entertainment industry, movie industry, we have to do better. And by that, I mean naming our characters. Our characters have some of the worst names. And once you're you've named your character a shit name, I have lost all credibility, and I'm not going to go see your movie. I mean, okay. Last year, or maybe a couple years ago, Tom Cruise has made these movies where he plays Jack Reacher. No, I, I'm, I refuse to see a movie called Jack Reacher unless I'm in the privacy of my own bedroom with just me, myself, and my and my phone. No. Um, this week, there, or there's a movie coming out, and we're a week behind, so this would, would have come out last week, called The Snowman. And I was like, that looks like some fun trash. The character's name is Harry Hole. I'm not kidding. The lead character's name of this serious detective drama is Harry Hole. That's a bad joke. That would not play in Naked Gun. What? what I understand it's a Swedish book, but not to sound crazy like Make America Great Again or America First or whatever, but did no one say to this author... Like, when this is translated into English, his name will be Harry Hole. Or is it Harry Hole in Swedish? I don't know. It's Harry Hole. Michael Fassbender read the script and was like, great, I'll do it. Sounds like a plan. Um, crazy enough about a man who kills people and wraps them up in snowmen. Um, great. Let's add insult to injury and just have my name be Harry Hole. Honestly, you know, the names Jeff Stryker and Peter North are more nuanced. You know, and like, that's like Harry, that's like Girth Brooks, another porn star. I highly recommend you Googling. Um, these are like, you can't tell the difference between <laughs> these names. Um, a few years ago, Kate Winslet in this movie, The Dressmaker, I refused to see that because her name was Tilly Dunnage. No, I'm not into, I'm not going to spend two hours with Tilly Dunnage. Jada Pinkett plays Fish Mooney on Gotham. I remember seeing those billboards and I was like, her name's not really Fish Mooney. You know, it's like, come on, nothing better than Fish for her. Mooney, who comes up with these names and thinks these will do? I've lost, I'm out, I'm out, I'm I'm not having it. You know, like Dr. Christmas Jones, Forrest Gump, Temple Grandin. I mean, I know that's real, but still someone had to name her. Temple Grandin. That sounds like a name of a per- of normal person. No. Um, Peekaboo Street, another real person. But no, stop with these crazy names. Just stop, okay? The world's crazy enough. We don't need your names like that. Unless you're Jacqueline Suzanne, you, who can name her characters whatever the fuck she wants. Because I will read Once Is Not Enough, and I will follow the adventures of January Wayne. And not think it's weird at all that I'm, that I'm reading and caring about a girl named January. Because it's a Jacqueline Suzanne book, you know? That woman shot Benzedrine into her eyeballs and ate steak at four in the morning. It was, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy life, you know? So just stop with these. You know, okay. I made a list of names. Just off the top of my head, that would be better male detective names than these these awful, than Jack Reacher or Harry Hole. Okay, here we go. These are all better names, and I just, off the top of my head, without even thinking. Okay, Jake Figley, Ron Hammer, Dean Slider, Jackson Blunt, Cam Tate, Brad Fountain. Okay, these are just names that I came up with. They all sound porny. They all sound vaguely sexual, but they all are better than Harry Hole. Let's have a show.
hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm here. I'm sitting here with the wonderful Danielle Morrow and Joel Spence. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Good. We're getting to know each other. Yeah, we're collecting. And you guys haven't met before. No, we haven't. Oh, you're both delightful. I'm glad that you're getting to meet, getting to meet on here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've so far nice to meet you. You too. <laughs> you had you've had plenty of time to catch up because guess what? Drew Drogi was late to his oh, own show. Gosh. Like real tra like a real trash basket. <laughs> um, what have you guys talked about while I was gone? Um, we did talk about how you guys met. Okay. Yes. 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 In Killing the Dream. Yes, yeah. we did a movie called Killing the Dream. Like we we think in two thousand three. Yeah, I think I would run with that by that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was in the summertime <laughs> and we we met then and that was. You had just moved here. I'd been here yeah. a couple years. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then we started. I was doing the Groundlings then, but you were just getting started. Just you, started. Yeah. Right. And and you were have been doing a lot of theater in Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say St. Paul. Yeah. Don't, don't ever make that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I mean, I feel like yeah, yeah, sure. The worst twin. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then um, we ended up doing a lot of shows together at UCB over the years. Yeah, and we keep crossing paths. Uh, we do in a like it's something. To, it's kind of a delightful thing to rely upon. I know it's yeah. really weird because then we ended up doing Freak Dance, which was this yeah. breakdancing musical at UCB, which we did on stage off and on for two years, and then it became a movie oh, that awesome. you can you can get it on iTunes or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's or or just go to your local UCB if you live in LA or New York. <laughs> true, yeah. You can pick up a DVD there, and we did that together and then this summer we were both on Heather's together so Ooh. it's just a very your sec- lives keep we keep I know, know. Up. yeah and yeah. there's not a lot of people who I met at that two-year period I was telling you that I kept remained friends with right and who also I would run into in the yes. same pattern I would be like oh, I'm not interested in hanging out with that right Everybody right you know you have your like, well, like in fun. college in college we always talked about our first week friends you know you meet those people the first week and you're like you're just you're just desperate for any friendship you're like you'll do you're a person great and we have these friends we're, we're friends. connecting we're connecting college is great mom and dad I love college and then like after a while you're like oh boy I gotta get rid of it I gotta shed this skin yeah but you Joel you were friends with Paula Christensen right because Yes, a, she was in my did a in the, show with her. And so, oh, so Danny her. and Paula yeah. are friends with the Groundlings. Were you okay. guys in the Sunday Company together? We weren't. We missed each other, but we um, started dating uh, two guys who were roommates at the time. So that's how <laughs> we kind of knew yes. each other, yeah. and then we became neighbors. Oh, funny! And we just we lo- she's in New York now, but yeah. we love her. Her son Abbott. We love yeah. just a, a doll, the yes. best kid in the world. Oh handsome, my gosh. handsome boy. Yes, oh, he and is. says these like really uh, these very profound yeah. statements that that you know I'm just he's a yeah he's he's a he's a little old man. He, he is, <laughs> and you know she has a crazy story about that too because she I think she went to a psychic or something who basically told her that her first child or she's going to have a child who um, an old professor who had died will then be like this child will wow. have the soul of this child wow and it's interesting because he seriously says like very worldly things like he has experienced the world or he's mm. he's gone not just like kid thing just very deep and interesting they're very wise and they're yeah. very simple and this yeah. and this and this like zen yoda like you're like wow that was that's a, a beautiful way to look at the world yeah. and um can we go back to where i said handsome boy Yes. <laughs> There's been a lot going on in my head since I said Hands that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh god! No, it's so it's so weird now that we we're so scared to say, you yes. know, know. say anything yeah. anymore because it's yeah. like you know, and obviously a good reason, but it's like you know, Sony was saying the other day on another show like. This um, a friend of mine who's a gay man saw this beautiful woman crossing the street, and he was just like it's, it took his breath away how gorgeous this woman was, mm. and he wanted to say something to her, but he was so afraid mm-hmm. of saying the wrong thing, and I was yeah. like, that's so, that is like that's so sad that you can't just go because I was like, if you went up to this woman and said you are stunning, like looking at you yeah. brightened my day. I just wanted yeah. to tell you that, yeah. and move on. I, I can't imagine any. Anyone taking offense to that, I think that would that would just make the world a better place. And it's you know, and obviously it's not for any with any ulterior motive. Yeah, you know, we say these things and we're like, oh God, now can I, can I just say, I, I, you know, you look nice today without seeming like, I know. Well, you don't know her personality. 
Well, you, exactly. You, know, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. What That's what like you should start with. Inside. Yeah, exactly. I don't know your personality. <laughs> you might be the worst person in the world. You probably are a terrible person. If you have to dress, if you have to look at, if you have to leave the house with that much effort, what are you covering up, lady? Uh, my friend Will Hines tweeted once. Uh, this is what beautiful people say constantly. Oh, thanks. That would be awesome. Uh, It's on a loop. Oh, that'll be awesome. Thanks, because everything is just given. Yes, just everything's given. I was. I remember being at a commercial audition, and um, a casting director was there, and he was running uh, an audition where models were the ones Mm -hmm. auditioning, and he was like, "Everyone is late." For these auditions, yeah. models are always. It's late like me. I'm always late. I'm a model, care. and I'm always but late. But they yeah. they mm-hmm. get away with it. They no one's <laughs> mad at them. Wow. They're just they can come in with their animals or you know anything oh, like that. Oh my god! Isn't that and just funny? Like they they don't. They could be like three hours late and not even know that they were three hours late. Right. And no one. How do you function them. like that? Can I forgive you for being late? Oh, thanks. That would be awesome. Thanks. That would be awesome. <laughs> I yeah, know. But it's I don't, so crazy. He was even saying it in a way of like, they don't even realize that they're late. Yeah. It's just like they, sometimes they don't show up, you know, that is and so, don't care. That is so wild. It is. God, I wish I, a- I see. I am always, I, I do believe that there is a gene. Like, I, I think it's part of your DNA, whether you're like a person who's always on time or someone who's, who's always mm-hmm. late. I do think there's yeah. something because, my father was crazy about us being on time mm-hmm. everywhere, everywhere. You have to be on time. I, the, the Sunday mornings of being yelled at and the, mm-hmm. you know, I talk about this a lot on the show, but like, uh, about going to church, church. I yeah. made the family late and I have something in me that I'm always, I always run 10, 15 minutes late. I also overbook my life where I'm, I don't take any consideration like today, like, oh, there's traffic. It's Los right. Angeles in the afternoon, yeah. Friday right. afternoon. Yeah. Drew, are you kidding? You know, and yeah, you but still I live in but North I am, Carolina. I'm like, so mad at myself yeah. on yeah. the whole way that like I'm I can't. Yeah, I know that, that makes it better for other people, but I can't imagine being three hours late and then not <laughs> knowing that I'm late yeah. or acknowledging it. That's a whole different. But I think species. it is like a. I I agree. I think yeah. it's like a beautiful person syndrome where mm. when you're beautiful, a lot of, yeah, like everything comes. To you pretty easily. Well, I will say uh, um, when I was a model for a day, when I did the Mark Jacobs photo shoot. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. I, yeah. Which was the, which was the so craziest awesome. thing. It was one of the most awesome experiences, one of the most fun gigs I've ever had because I, for my Chloe 70 character, Mark Jacobs is a fan of it. And he put me in his campaign for, you know, uh, for his new clothing line last That's year. Great. And it was I was so honored because I I love him and he's he's obviously yeah. so talented and yeah. a super nice guy and I'd hosted a couple parties for him before and so he asked me to do this and um, I flew in on a red eye that uh, it was from LA to New York and I remember landing and getting this awesome hotel. I had like an hour to get ready before the car was going to pick me up and it was going to and I mean I landed at like six thirty in the morning mm. and the car was going to pick me up at like seven thirty or something. So I showered and I got ready and the car, there was just a confusion about like when I was going to get picked up or how or what. And so the car picked up one of the other models, but didn't pick me up in the same car. And so I waited for like an hour at the hotel on my car to get there. (laughs) And I was such a nervous wreck because I was like, I'm here. And part of me was like, do I just walk? Because it's like, you know, I mean, I'm like, it's like. You know, and they were like, don't walk. They were like, we were sending a car, but I was like, I don't know what the time frame is. He's asked me to do this. I'm so embarrassed. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't his. It was the car company that was confused. It wasn't either one of ours problem, but I was a nervous wreck. I was like so upset, you know, getting there. There was no rush. They were so nice. Yeah. And I wonder about that. Like, thing, like now that you say that, that, like, they were, I mean, I walked in the door. They're like, have a seat. There's breakfast. There was so much food there, which I couldn't believe in a model shoot. <laughs> I know. It was incredible food. <laughs> Everybody was so, they were like, have a seat. Take it, you know. Have some carbs. Have some carbs. Exactly. <laughs> Bulk up. <laughs> and they did, you know, and everything was just the most relaxed vibe. I start to know, you know, why they call us so early to TV uh, work oh, days yes. because they anticipate something yes. 
huge happening where you're four hours late. Right, I'm like, right. And then, but I don't think of that when I'm sitting there for four hours before I'm called to the set. I'm like, well, right. why was I called right. so, so early? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And but I always forget about how relaxed everybody is, and it's so it's such a a relief. I know once you get there and you're like, all right, we're here for work. We we they've yeah. they've allotted enough time. Also, we're also used to doing so many DIY projects where you show up and you're doing it within ten minutes yes. of yeah, getting there, yeah. right? And you have to you know, and you're like, hey, can you do and can you do me a favor and come over and shoot this thing with me? Yeah. So you're like, we have an hour to shoot this, so it's yeah. it's on that schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you're on something bigger, like you're like they're like. Relax, order some breakfast, <laughs> get a foot massage. How are you? Why'd you get here so early? I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> One day on Heather's, I got there like, I mean, maybe 15 minutes early. Maybe it was 30 minutes early. And they were flipping out of what to do with me. Yeah, They're like, you're early. We don't know. And they were like, we can't put you in makeup yet because you're – and I was like (laughs) – they were more nervous when I was early, you know. And I was like, I can hang out. I'm good. I'm like – I'm I'm never early. So when I'm early, I'm just like – I'm so chill when I'm early. It's it's totally fine. I'm not going to be mad. I can't be bothered to work sometimes if I'm there earlier. It's like, oh, now I have to get to it. I I know. I know. I'm just enjoying this, doing nothing. I know. Now you're making me, oh, it's really, really, really rough. I feel like I have the kind of opposite. Well, I guess it is the same thing, but I tend to always be early uh-huh. on uh-huh. everything because I, I do. But like the same idea or the mental thing with it of just having an anxiety of like I can't be late. And I yeah. give myself way too much time yep. in advance to get somewhere because mm-hmm. I'm like – because I – you know, think like it will take me an hour and a half to that's get good. Anywhere. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good thing. I mean, I'm I'm like, oh, I'll I'll give myself ten minutes to get there, and it's yeah. the, it's, it's just LAX. It, it, <laughs> I know, I know, and it's like I've lived here eighteen years and don't realize how things take. <laughs> I still I think it when I mention you're still in North Carolina, I still think of um, San Antonio freeway structure, which is where I'm, I grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, this will takes twenty minutes to get. Anywhere at the most in San Antonio, yes, yes, um, or at least that's my memory of it. So right. I, I've, I still haven't translated that. Yes. sometimes to 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 L.A., mm-hmm. which is, bites me on the boom boom. I know, I know. <laughs> I uh, like that that <laughs> phrase. That came from Kill the Dream. Is, is it really? Oh, Did yeah. it, it really? I think so. Oh my god, I love it. Bites me on the boom boom. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you get back with people? Like you can be away yeah. from people, and then things oh, come back things when come you back. get. Totally, yeah. I, love I don't know. That. I love it too. Like yeah. I just had um, I one of my best friends from college was married last weekend, so I had a lot of college friends around town. And we get back, and our references just immediately jump yeah. into college people that we went. And you they've know. just been lying dormant. I know. Yeah. It's so weird. Our brains are so crazy. Like yeah. like oh, when I'm with you, I can connect. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It is. Very strange. It is. It is. is. Yes. Well, I want to hear hear a story. I want to hear – who wants to go first? Um, Mm. Well, I I guess there's something – I've got two in case we need a second. Okay, great. I love it. um, Both of them are kind of moments where I'm like, what am I doing? Like at the moment. (laughs) Uh And I didn't know up until then. (laughs) Right. I do this – this is not uncommon for me to do where if I'm back in San Antonio, I will go to – or anywhere – any place where I've lived, I will drive to where I used to live and just look at it. Mm. And I oh, don't wow. have a nostalgia sense. I, I Maybe – I don't know if you guys have moments of nostalgia. I don't – that doesn't work in my brain for mm-hmm. some reason. It may mm-hmm. be because every time – every era of my life, it's been complicated. <laughs> There's good things and it's always like, well, right. on the other hand. You know, right. Sure. So it's just I don't know why I do it. I think I just like to witness it or look at it and see it with new eyes or just uh-huh. like see how far I've come or if mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, Did you move around a lot uh, growing up? Yeah. Uh, up until I was six. Okay. So I think I'm pretty much a San Antonio. OK. Really. Um, but. I went to college in Dallas, lived in Minneapolis for eight years, went, lived in London for a year, mm. moved out to L.A. So there's been uh, a – I like to, to – Sure. This is the longest I've been in L.A. Uh, anywhere, I think. But I was down in San Antonio last year, I think, um, and there's not a lot to do. Uh, but I did mm-hmm. – my uh, dad's at work or something like that, and I – went to my middle school 
Mm. Um, just to do like, cause I've done that before. I just look around. I just want to see like, this meant so, this world meant so much to me. Right. When I was there and now it seems so small. It's kind of, maybe it's kind of a part of me trying to let go of stuff and it does work. Like yeah. That. There's, there's positive. Yeah, <laughs> sure. However, um, I went, uh, and school was in, school was in session uh-huh. <laughs> and I walked into the, I walked into the school and I was like, oh, this is cool because I get to witness uh, just all the – everybody milling around and going to class or whatever. <laughs> and I walked – I parked my car on the lot, walked in. I mean already everybody's like, uh, what are you – I, <laughs> I know. I, I walk into the, – there's like main courtyard area and I see – for some reason I look up and I see the sign that says all visitors should check in. And I went – I was about to just start walking around, okay? Right. <laughs> so there was something I was like, oh, I got to follow rules here. So I walked into the principal's office or the main office, and I, 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 there's a, a student who's working the front desk as like some sort of – that was part of – I don't know if that happened in your schools where you could – if you were in eighth grade, you could – spend an hour doing admin work. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was like considered like an easy job like or an easy yeah. class that you could just do your homework in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I walked in and, and she was an eighth grader at, at, at oldest. And I said, um, hey, <laughs> um, is it cool if I just walk around? I used to go to school here. And as I was saying that, that's when I realized, what am I doing? And then I realized what I was wearing, which was like gym shorts and oh my God. a grubby shirt, a, hat, like a, a baseball cap, and I was unshaven. Oh, and, my God. And she looked so confused and then said i don't think let me get the assistant principal and i was like don't (laughs) like ever i didn't want to like interrupt her but i was like you don't have to do this because i'm leaving immediately uh and then she disappeared and then the uh, like assistant or vice principal came out and said yeah we can't allow you to walk around and i was immediately even before she spoke like was trying to say i don't want to do i don't want to do this Oh, that was the other oh. thing. She there was a moment where she, the the young woman who went to go get the vice principal came mm-hmm. back, and I was just uh, like in my head completely by that moment. But she <laughs> got back and just was back at her computer, and I was waiting for the vice principal to come out and get in trouble again after all these years. <laughs> but I I looked at the um uh the young eighth grader, and she made eye contact with me, and then shifted so quickly back to her computer like oh, she did wow. not want to make eye contact right, with me. Right, 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 Which was totally wise. <laughs> yes. And, and then I um, I just kept on apologizing to the vice principal. Oh I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What am I doing? Which probably made me look even more guilty. Of course. That I was acknowledging how creepy this all was. Was it the same? Did you write? Was it the same Principal and vice no, principal, like was all, all different. completely different. Yeah. So she, like, everybody was so nice, uh, but mm. not they didn't. They weren't overly nice. They were like, "Well, we considered this really quickly, and no, you can't do. No, this. you can't do this." Uh, we and just I told, "Oh my god!" And I don't know if that if it's just for in the last ten or fifteen years that that has been a rule where you just can't uh, walk around. <laughs> it's probably been there for as lo- old as the world, right? But, right. But I felt I just made us a. a probably even more pervy looking retreat to my car of just like walking fast. Oh my God. And with my head down. Oh my God. And, uh, and then I realized there were cameras. I was like way, way in my head. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, with, I think it was a lot with what I was wearing that day, which yeah. I didn't bother to make any sort of like choice of that. I was presentable. Well, and if you're like me, like I forget that I'm a 40 year old man. Like I forget like yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. Like I just think, Hey, I'm going to go check out my school. And, and then it's like, yes. Oh, to the, the people that are like, younger yes i walk in and i'm like i'm their parents age yes. you know what i mean and I, but i don't have a kid <laughs> right so i have no business your only option here. is a business suit you know no exa- absolutely like, and i never would wear a business suit i would be like you <laughs> in the jeans unshaven yeah and you know or the shorts and i'd be like i walk around and i would i totally get that also you're going back to a place where you uh, would maybe get in trouble and yes. you're scared of authority yeah. and all that comes back. So yes. all that, like I'm being caught, I'm doing something wrong. I'm scurrying out of my middle Even school. Even when I, I have <laughs> it then, would. you know, I love that you're doing that. <laughs> I had a friend who, um, a couple of years ago, uh, we kept making plans to get together and have lunch. 
and she has uh, a kid and uh, you know, and it, it would just be one thing after another and we just couldn't, we couldn't do it. And finally we made plans on this one day and she was like, okay, this is the, and so we made the plans. And then like two days before, or maybe the day before she told me, she was like, I totally forgot that day I have to do Thanksgiving at my kid's daycare that day. It's like oh. a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? We've, done this so many times back and forth. She goes, you know I mean? She also said, you're welcome to come if you want to, if you want that yeah. to be our lunch. It's like a potluck Thanksgiving dinner thing. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do that because I'm so busy and booked and I'm not going to be able to do this again. Yeah. This is the day fun. I had planned. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'll go to your, see your kids daycare and we'll, we'll catch up and you'll have some break, whatever. Yeah. Well, so I went there and <laughs> as I parked my car, I get a text from her saying, I'm stuck at the um, mechanic, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm gonna be late. But I, but I know that you know some other parents that are gonna be there. So look for so and so, and when you're there, so and I not walk. Just introduce yourself around. <laughs> yeah, just walk around. And so I walked into this daycare. I'm Thanksgiving uh, daycare. Uh, you know, and I and it was oh my god, and I had and I didn't even think about it until I got there, until yes. I walked in the room because. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll wait till you get there. I'm just a man walking into a store. Right. I'm just a random, lone, grown man walking you know, in. I mean, you're right to say that because you know who you are. You're not like right. thinking I would be anybody else in right. that situation of but course. a normal, decent person. Right. But the optics are t- terrible. <laughs> and I'm walking in and it doesn't hit me until I get there and I'm okay. seeing these kids running around and – some yeah. parents are kind of looking at me confused and seeing that I'm not with a kid and kind of <laughs> grabbing their kid and kind of walking away. And I'm just sort of like, oh, wow, I am de-. And I was like, I'm going to kill my friend until she, until she gets here because I'm like, I promise I'm just here to meet a friend. And, you know, and it sounds like guilty. Like, I'm just meeting a friend here you're for lunch. Yeah. Your friend, who is he yeah. three or four or, you know, and it's like, wait, which who is your friend, sir? Yeah. You know, um, and so I know that feeling and it was, and it's just it. You, there's just nothing you can do in yeah. that moment. The more you do to try to seem yes, and that's what I did. I yeah. did the more I could. I just kept on trying to cover, which made it look like even way more, worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Way more guilty. Yeah. It's it's just it, it is it, it's it's so strange. And <laughs> or I just think that, yeah, just lie and just be like, oh god, I forgot something in my car. I, I, know. I know, and yeah. then it's like, but then you know, they're just like, <laughs> oh, that's the oldest. Experience. They're like, he was planning on doing something really dirty here, and he got, so he got the second, you know, he, you know, had second thoughts, and yeah. he's now leaving, and yeah. we really, you know, we handled that situation. Yeah, um, and that's the thing, like somebody who's really a sociopath who's really going to go and do that would have none of those feelings, would just go yes. right totally. in, yes. would know exactly how to lie brilliantly, yeah. yes, and would and would immediately, you know. And you hear the stories of someone going in and saying, I'm so-and-so's parent. I need to go and get them out of school. And yeah. then, you know, th- yeah. that's, those are the people that are. And our brains, I'm making a leap, that our brains, for better or for worse, are wired to make a joke in those situations. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. there is no joke. It's a no-bit zone. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Because if I say, sorry, I have to, I should get away because there's a restraining order. Sorry about that. Right. You know, yeah. Oh, I know. I this know. is what I would say to you guys talking about it. But if I had said that there... And they would have yeah. to. And yeah. the more you do that. Also, our imaginations are so wild yeah. mm-hmm. that like, you know, what we're trained to do and how we're trained to think is that we're constantly. Yes. You know, leaping to conclusions in these sort of scenarios. And, and, and yeah. then I also like, you know, a principal at a, at a middle school is probably not going to be somebody that's going to be our friend. Maybe I'm ve- being very rude, very, you know. Um, at that situation? No, they're no. not on friend. And no. so <laughs> I also like I have a thing where I'm not used to someone. T- you know, I, I hate when I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like yeah. I just I won't let anyone talk to me like I'm in trouble. Like yeah. It yeah. just makes me crazy. Yep, yep, yep. So then I get real mouthy. And that's not helpful at all either. It's like, what am I? I don't know. I forget. Like, oh, a man can't walk around a school that he yeah, likes. Yeah, sorry. Not like I went here or anything. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I'm a, I'm a hobby hawk. I should be able to. <laughs> um, but I haven't gone back to my. Uh, I've gone back to my college a couple of times, but I have not gone back to my high school. Uh, there's a loophole that I discovered more years ago, which is during the summer. Who the hell cares? You're just walking around an empty. Right, school, empty, uh, the courtyards are yeah. sort of like you oh, can. Yes. There's yes. not like a bunch of people, right. um, 
policing the area. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that everyone should do this and it's still dodgy, but I, I did that once years ago and it was fine. I was just, mm-hmm. and I, I, it was kind of nice to be there and see it. And then I, 10 minutes later walked away satisfied of just uh-huh. seeing it. Just yeah. Moving. I also feel like just with middle school in general, I always had, I don't know. Middle school was weird. Yeah. For me, I oh, didn't have. Oh, terrible. yeah. Elementary school is fine. High school is yeah. fine. But middle school, I don't know. It's like a weird. Oh, same here. It's the strangest time for any yeah. human it's being. It's the worst. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. It was a little, maybe that's part of it, is to kind of go to where you were at your most, you had most anxiety and um, be there without it is kind of nice. Be there without anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's very, very zen, very. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, I mean, I remember and then you when, just masturbate whenever you want there. anywhere, oh, right, every, right. anywhere and everywhere. I just say I'm a what a grown man can't masturbate <laughs> in public. Okay, <laughs> don't see that sign up. <laughs> yeah, we'll put up a sign. Yeah, exactly. I don't see a sign. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, um, the what does it say? Uh, when, yeah, welcome to the dollhouse came out. I remember being like that was how I yeah, felt. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't. It captured. I wasn't really yeah. always treated like Don Wiener, but I definitely felt had those feelings. Yeah. And yeah, by high school, I I like knew who I was a little bit more. I learned how to be funny, and I could like I could yeah, be. I was a little totally. more popular. Yeah. But middle school, especially seventh grade, that was the worst year. That was the year that was like this is the, this is the end of yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, that, I would never want to go back. I like, we were in an old building that um I I, I I'm sure is has been demolished at this point now in, in Lincolnton, but it was like, there was no air conditioning and we were, I mean, you know, that was just, that was a, that was the worst year of my life. It was, it was horrible. And you know, yeah. Hmm. To go back to that, I'd be like, I don't ever want to. Yeah. Feel that. Where did you, where did you grow up, Danny? I grew up in Thousand Oaks, Westlake Village. Okay. I think I knew that you grew up here. Yeah. 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 A little North of here. Um, but yeah, school is a very interesting thing when I think back to it and I was just talking to a friend of mine and we realized like we had so many crazy teachers too that yes. we never re- when going through it Looking you don't oh, obviously yeah. Yeah. realize that your teachers are insane and then when you look back or you think back to certain things you're like god right who was teaching us who was doing that just like crazy <laughs> some of the mo- yeah some of the most yes. deranged people like <laughs> i had like i had teachers that changed my life that were the yeah. most incredible people that yeah. that yeah. i understood me better than my family did yeah and then and 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 mixed with some of the absolute worst yes um the very first show i ever really for the very first solo show i did was called bad education and i did a couple stories about the worst teachers i've ever had yeah and after every show, I would have people coming up to me and saying, I have my, you know, I, I, if, if I would love to do a show that's just storytelling about terrible teachers yes. that you've had because mm. everyone has had that teacher. And in seventh grade, I had a teacher who um, went to church with my parents and everybody thought that she, you know, and she was very eccentric and, uh-huh. you know, she was, a, <laughs> she was a hippie and she didn't wear makeup and she was the language arts teacher and everybody's okay. like, oh, Drew, or, and they're going to love each other. And okay. she was a nightmare. Oh. She was a charlatan. She made us watch <laughs> Dead Poet Society, like, and just <laughs> pretended that was her. She would, didn't teach us anything. She was so, and she was so cruel. I had a giant trapper keeper with all my uh, all my notebooks in it because yeah. I was such a nerd. And she would call it the Towering Inferno. And I didn't really get the reference at all, but yeah. she would always call it that. And it felt so mean. Yeah. And she, bullying. It, it was is. bullying. Yeah. And I would and I would be so exhausted from from class and <clears throat> being called fag every day that I would Ugh. put my head down on the because t- also she wasn't teaching anything there was nothing yeah. so I was like this is my time to sleep and just like <laughs> not acknowledge her because it was so it was such bullshit and she told my mom at church that she thought I was on drugs no as I'm telling this I feel like I've said this on on here before if people are listening to it they know this whole story but you, yeah you, you, you told me in the the album podcast Oh my God, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So you're used to telling me. I've told this story before, you know, and it was like, you know, but it was like the person you think who is going to be your friend or the teacher, you're like, you're actually the worst. Yeah. Because you are, 
you know, um, you know, you're mean and yeah. Yeah. Years later, she left her husband after she read the book, the bridge, the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> that, that tells you everything you need to know about that woman. language arts. And that's, left that's her, her husband book. after she read that shit storm Hallmark book. Yeah. Oh, literature. Yeah. You mean? Uh huh. Who were your two? Crazy, who were you? Were, well, yeah. I had a crazy second grade teacher. Um, who at the time, every parent wanted their kid in there. Every kid wanted to be in her because she was mm-hmm. beautiful. She had beautiful <laughs> red hair. Almost like, I guess I would compare her to like a Jennifer Aniston when mm-hmm. she was first on Friends. Where okay. just everyone thought she was cool and uh-huh. her Charm- hair, charisma yeah, her like, style, everything yeah. about her was just cool. And every you, if you were in her class, oh my God, second grade, you you made it. And I got to be in her class and... I was like, yes, we got it. You know, I just so remember that. And she would put on a rainforest play and we would learn mm. sign language to Michael Jackson songs. And she <laughs> us right. like, like just <laughs> like awesome that. teacher. Um, and she would get from time to time bouquets of flowers sent to her classroom from a secret admirer. And we all would be like, oh my gosh, wow. who's sending you these flowers? Like all into it. Like, <laughs> Which oh. one of our dads is sending? <laughs> uh, I know, I know. This is so crazy. Just I love like, it. So, so yeah. into it. Again, like all of us were like, oh my gosh. She started, uh, she got engaged to this man named Bud and um, her last name is Rose, so we'd always call them Rose. Rose. Like this is obviously way before hashtags, but like, oh if yeah, there was Instagram or anything around, we would just like you know be hashtagging Rosebud and taking uh, pictures. That, and he was a gorgeous model, and he helped out with the oh, rainforest so play, Gross. like making waterfalls lifts, and stuff like that. That name Bud just got a huge lift by being <laughs> combined with Rose. Otherwise, Bud. Yeah, is just, I know. Otherwise, uh, it's just not much a of a name. Stud. Yeah, exactly. Name, but yeah. he 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 was like he looked like a model going yeah. back to mm-hmm. like just gorgeous guy. Yeah. Um, Arrived and, three hours late. Every yes, time. and <laughs> she just was like and but then like slowly things you started to realize her craziness started coming oh. out a little bit mm. where you know she would talk about her wedding and she would go up to the popular girls in our classroom and you know secretly tell them you're going to be in our wedding like I'm going to make <gasps> you a bridesmaid but not everyone oh and then what with oh. this is second parties, grade by the second way second grade <laughs> second grade then oh birthday parties of course everyone if you had a birthday you invited her to your birthday mm. and she would only go to a select few like the popular Ooh, people Rose the very wealthy you know the wealthier families she would go to their birthday Day parties and I remember she did not go to my birthday and I remember my mom telling me recently like she was just so sad for me and I was so sad I didn't even remember that I was sad so it didn't affect me that much but things like that you know crazy things like that oh um, we found out later that those bouquets of flowers she sent to herself there uh, were uh-huh. no secret admirers uh-huh. she just would send these bouquets what? of oh, my secret God. admirer to her lunatic she then her own story. told the class that she had a brain tumor. Uh, she didn't Wait. have a brain tumor. <gasps> oh, she didn't. She just lo- even like, if you do, you don't tell second graders told, that you have a brain tumor. I, I know it just, but it just it's so crazy because again, when you're in her, I just remember being a student. I so remember that grade too because you just wanted to be in her class. Of course, you just, just idolized everything about her, and then obviously looking back, you're like, holy shit, she's not like we were. Being taught by this crazy, yeah, you're being abused by this woman. By this woman, yeah. Just what happened to her? All I know is she's she's now married to someone, uh, and I I think they have kids, but that's all I know. I don't know Hmm. any more info. She created a whole. She did. Some people do that. They create their own reality Mm -hmm. to such a degree that you're. It's fascinating. It is. Yeah, because I guess you could never imagine doing something like that. Mm -mm. Or if you start it, maybe it just starts getting... Oh, what a tangle. More, yeah, yeah, it just gets more. I, just, you I get mean, more, as a more kid, I was such it. a nerd, and I loved my teachers yeah. so much. I used to draw pictures of all of them. Aww. And, like, I used to, like, I loved my <laughs> teachers. Like, my teachers were so important to me. Yeah. And there was part of me that really came alive at school that, like, you know, I... that. That it was, and, and you're there so much. Yeah. Like you yeah. grow up in school. Like yeah. you know, you you spend, you know, eight hours a day or whatever, like there. And so it's such a formative time, and the and the socialization that happens, and how, you know, and then you know when you're when 
like most kids, you love movies and TV. And, yeah. and when that's happening in front of you, you know, like all of that kind of stuff, that's so crazy manipulative yeah. to, to yeah. all that yeah, stuff. To have, like it's bad enough when there's friends in your class that don't – that manipulate – or just don't go to your parties. But to mm-hmm. have the teacher participate I know. The teacher all, to do that. I know. I mean, it is like – I mean, we all, all we all teach improv, yeah. and yeah. like, we, I mean, I don't know about you two, but I don't go to like my students' parties. I mean, I haven't taught in a while, but no. if my and we're all adults, yeah, right. But like, I feel like, and I remember when I was, you know, taking improv classes, and we would always invite our improv teacher, and and I remember I had one teacher who was like, you know, I just don't do that, and I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> who does she think she is? And now I'm like, I totally get it because. Yeah. I mean, this is a, these are all 18 to, you know, to, or to yeah. 50, 50, 60s, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's people, you know, um, and I'm like, the teacher walks into the party that the party becomes about the teacher. Yeah. It's all, yeah. that's the one thing you have in common is this class yeah. and this teacher. And, and it's the, it's an opportunity for the teacher to hold court. Yes. And to make it the is. whole night you about do, you. Totally. As a student, you just idolize. All you want is more information yeah. from your teacher. All you want yeah. is, and I realize that. Like, yeah. you know, I've had a couple classes that when it's like a day class on our, on, usually on our next to last class, because the last class, you know, you have to give conferences and stuff. But the next to last class, we'll like go across the street and get a beer right. after class yeah. or something. And that's yeah. fun to do. Yeah. But I realize when I go there, I'm like, it is, I'm on. Like, I, there's yeah. no, we're not equals. Like, yeah, yeah. even the class yeah. is done, they want to ask me questions. They want to ask me all about like, yeah. you know, and yeah. I could really abuse that if I, if I was really into that sort of power. You, I could yeah. be like, well, yeah. when I moved to town and blah, blah, blah. Here <laughs> yeah. are the famous people that I went through the program with and I'll tell you about them. Yeah, yeah. They want to know everything. And it comes from a genuine place of just like, yeah. They really are curious and they want to yeah. know and they um but it's gross when it is. you Yeah. I've never been invited to a party by <laughs> to any this, of my students. To this day, um, you are not invited. To but I also think I I do give off a vibe of like even during break, I'm like I, I'm out. Like yeah. I I don't want to talk. That's really to you. good. That's really good. I just I think I also just need a break from mm-hmm. that. Oh, at one hundred percent. I think the break is for like. I think the break is for teachers. That's what yeah. they, no. they don't need one. But there are, uh, you know, a lot of teachers, and I'm always like, maybe I should do this, where they yeah, do they, hang they, and they talk, and yeah. I'm like, I should probably talk to them a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. you know, just to like, I don't know, even have some sort of, I don't know. I remember, yeah. But I, the, I just, I, there's something about it that I, I, I need that downtime too. I have to immediately get out of there, yeah, break, because too. they will yes. hang out and they want to talk to you and. You know, and it's like break is break. Like we yeah. we are we are on a we are we're done. You know, for this fifteen minutes, I need to take time away. Does the groundlings uh, do the training? Does the training center there have a break room for you? They do, but I don't know that a lot of teachers go. I haven't taught there in, a, in a, about a year, and I know they have a new school, so I don't know. Yeah, they now. have a little teachers. Uh, lounge that's area. To, yeah. At, at UCB yes. Sunset, there is one, and that's much better than what used to happen, mm-hmm. which was at break, you would walk out of the class and be with, there was no place to go. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. and also at UCB, they didn't have, they, they would, te- before they had the training center, they would teach at different theaters, yeah. and so there was no place. Yeah. You know, we do have like the office that we could go and hang out yeah. or whatever, yeah. and, you know, um, there's. It's funny, I remember there was one night um, after their graduation show, uh, where they said you want to have a beer afterwards, and I was like, "Yeah, I like this class." Yeah. And, and that's not the prerequisite. They, <laughs> I like sure, every class. But sure. It's like, all right, fine. Uh, and we, there was a bunch of people there. Not not just the students. There was like eight students, and I want to say about six other people that came to see the show that are just friends with the the students. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So, and I was at the end of a table, and it was at Birds, and it was pretty pretty loud in there. It can get pretty loud and crowded in there. And I can't remember who I was sitting next to, but I, uh, we were just small talking or he just started our conversation with me and I, it was not about anything, uh, probably about where one of us grew up or something like that. And in the middle of it, I turned and I noticed that the entire table was staring, trying to listen to me. Yes. And that put like, it got me so like, I wanted to leave. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't, not saying anything important and, uh, yeah. And, and, and. Stop. Right. Know? I know. I know. You uh, realize that, you know, you're, you're. And I don't have anything to say. Right. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> and we're, and I'm just a person right now. And I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that I was being, you know. It's the celebrity. You know what I mean? Life they, of a you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, celebrity yeah. teacher. And I do think people kind of, they get in that position of power and it's something they've wanted forever yeah. and they finally have it. And they're like, 
And it's it's the thing. It's like again, and I've had you know some of my greatest teachers at the Groundlings who are you know, um, you know, all the way from you know high school college, every stage of the game. I've had amazing teachers. I've been so yeah. lucky. And then you get the one or occasional one that's just doesn't understand that relationship yeah. and doesn't understand that like. Um, you know, I, I, I refuse to, and I was, when I was a teacher, I refused to be like made a guru. I, I hate, yeah. I'm so creeped <laughs> out by that. It's like, yeah. you know, and the more I would teach, the more I would, I would, I would learn to say, I don't know yeah. and be yeah. okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Be like, I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. this, maybe that. And I'm sorry that, you know, I'm like, yeah. I don't hold the answers, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's kind of what makes teaching fun Yeah, is to, is to, is, is an experiment. You know, I don't, there, there's no. You know, key in the back of the book. But, yeah. Like the teachers that I remember in high school that made a big impact on me across the board treated me like an adult and mm-hmm. not a child. Yeah. And I and they they were not it was not manipulative. They just that's who they were. Right. And I Well probably because they were also just smart yes. people who they had who, nothing to prove. Yeah, they yeah. Right. Teachers. And I think if yeah. you're really called to teach and if you really enjoy teaching you know, um, that it comes through. Like, yeah. it's not about anything else. It's not about needing attention or, uh, you know, fame yeah. on whatever level. It's it's just about, like, I really want to. I mean, to me, when I was doing it, I always loved because it was, like, three and a half hours that I didn't have to think about myself, yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. I went in, and I could totally just leave me at the door. Yeah. yeah. And just and, – and I loved when people surprised me and – Teaching improv is fun in that way because you really you have you know you have the structure that you teach and you know what exercises you're going to do, but it's always new, it's always different. Yeah, yeah. I always I loved that, <clears throat> but um, I found that when I was getting run down or when I was just like not, I had to like take a break because I would get so I would get over it. You, know? you do, yeah. yeah. Well, it is it, it is draining. You do have to. Yes. It's a lot of your energy because yeah, you are putting a lot into what you want to hopefully. Teach them, and mm-hmm. it's. There's been occasional cl- classes where I walk out of the class mm-hmm. and I have to upload everything in my life because I was so. Uh, like I didn't. I walk out going, "Where do I? I have to be somewhere now." I know. Right, I right, 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 right. Yes, yes. I, I know. I don't know if it's just. I was just, it's not like I was an, a better teacher than I just was so engaged right. with yeah. what was happening in front of well, me. Well, you have to be. And as a teacher, too, yeah. you don't realize that, like, your attention is, your 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 senses are heightened. Yeah. You're paying attention to every, like, mm-hmm. the noises, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. nuances that you're, every behavior, all the, and, and like, dialogue, what do they just say? And, what, mm-hmm. and I got to remember mm-hmm. that. I got to do that. So, yeah, it's it's exhausting mm-hmm. at the end. Sometimes you walk out and you're like, I don't know who I am, yeah. where I am. Yeah, it, it is, especially, yeah. I would teach teen classes, too, oh, sometimes. Wow. Um, and those are just, like, a whole other beast. Teen improv? They're just, yeah, yeah they're they're, just it's, like, I've done it before, it's, too. It's It's, it's nuts because their energy levels are so inconsistent. Like, you have some days where they're bouncing oh off the God, walls. Oh, my God, I know. And other days that they are exhausted and they won't get – you can't even get them up to do anything. Yeah, oh, wow. it, it is – it's a whole – different world and you know some of them are there because it's something their parents signed them up for some of them are there and they want to be there and it's really amazing but Mm. they are i also find with teens who i love them but it is always like the craziest classes with them because they but in a good way because they really do use their imagination and Mm -hmm. but they really they're they're absolutely insane and they (laughs) it's hard for them to take any direction from you at all and they just kind of do their own thing um and you just have to be okay go for it right and be happy yeah they're they're playing teach me how to snapchat and yeah and we'll be even (laughs) exactly Put a cartoon uh, cowboy hat on my on my face and, yes. and give me a long pink and, tongue. And, and do whatever you want. I did. Um, I had a teen teach me how to Snapchat because it was like the one form of social media that really confused me the mm-hmm. most. And it was so sad for me to admit that because I'm like, I'm still young. Right, I, I'm right. totally like – yeah. Sure. A teen like you. And I'm not. And Snapchat was the one thing that just really made me feel like an old person. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, I have no idea how to use this. And I finally right. had to be like, can you just teach me how to do it? And yeah. they yeah. did. And I now know how to use Snapchat. <laughs> Got in- invited to any parties, though? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. They- <laughs> no. We'll keep it that way. I've yet. I one time got a gift card. 
But, oh, uh, see, there you go. No there party invites. No parties. Yeah, Try no parties. No parties. I'd right. much rather have a gift card than a party any day. Oh, yeah. I that Starbucks gift card, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fine with me. Oh, God. And it was an early class, too. One of my first classes that uh-huh. did it. So I'm like, oh, well, this happens this every happen class. Uh, exactly. Never happened again. <laughs> Never happened again. Um, well, Danny, do you have a, a story? Or? I do. Um, kind of, I guess back to school Great. stuff too. Great. Ronnie Dangerfield. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sally back Kellerman. Yeah, that's exactly Robert what Jenny I Jr. just watched it. Um, <laughs> Thornton Mellon. Thornton Mellon. My friend, uh, also a Danny, she was in that second grade class with me, and we were really good. We were best. We were enemies, and then we were friends. That's great. Um, And then uh, we ended up going to – instead of going to a public high school together, we both went to a private all-girls high school. And we were the only one in our friends to do that. So we only had each other. Mm. And there were a lot of other girls coming from different schools. So there were a lot of like big groups of friends coming together there. And so we – and we, of course, were in no classes together. So at lunch, we're like, we have to get, yeah, we just were like, we have to meet each other. And we're like, okay, we have to make friends. Like, how do we make friends? And we're like, well, we just, like, let we just saw Titanic. Maybe if we, like, start to reenact Titanic. Because there was, like, this wall that had, like, a ledge or something. And it kind of looked like the end of the ship. So we're like, let's just, like, reenact Titanic. Uh, uh. And we did. We just did that. Every lunch, we're like, is anyone looking at us? Like, is anyone? And we're like, oh, just you know pose? what else? Just the, yeah. like, oh, the, we would like the, say the know, line, that famous, King like, yeah, King of the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then um, we were like, oh, we should also, uh, you know, reenact like Helen Keller. And <laughs> we would do scenes <laughs> from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, miracle just worker, like, yeah, miracle worker, worker scenes. First play I was ever in. Really? really? Oh. I, I play the doctor at the beginning. That tells the parents she's doing fine. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I feel like if like if if we were doing it now, that'd be the part you would play. You know, it's like Mike returning returning the role of the doctor who says everything's fine. Joel spins, and it's in within. I don't know if it was the particular cut of this play, but. Um, Sorry, there's a biker gang outside. It's Burbank. <laughs> Next, uh, I don't know if it was the particular cutting of the play, but. Uh, the first line of the play is she'll live like the sort of snarky. I'm 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 shaking the thermometer out because the baby's in a crib. Oh the my parents God. are right there. I say she'll live, and uh, I say a few things to the parents, and then I'm off. Uh, <laughs> and then they they walk up to the crib and they go, "Oh, our little Helen, Helen, Helen." Oh. So it's in oh the same my God, scene, I love it, and they start to kind of wave their hand or oh. something like that. I don't know if it was a particular, but that's the worst doctor ever. Oh my God. Helen, like, don't Helen. worry about it. Also, just that writing of just like, uh, why? Why couldn't you be the one to give them the news? Like, isn't it like the function in a play to be like, I'm the doctor who's going to tell you what's happening as opposed to, she's fine. The, 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 oh my the God, that's so funny. But it's like the doctor you played in Freak Dance. It's very similar to like, you know, <laughs> like, right. what's not helping Hal Rudnick out at all nope, with yeah. information. With that's you. your typecast. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. Well, when I was in second grade, my my play was uh, the pl- school play was Winkin, Blinkin, and Nod, which was about <laughs> you know it's a, it's a nursery rhyme about these three kids that travel in, in during dreams during your dreams they travel in a wooden shoe, Aww. and then they, they visit different things and, and the the villain is Haley's Comet for whatever reason oh. Haley's Comet's terrible and chasing <laughs> them. But they go to different lands, and I played the African parrot who was really angry that I was woken up from sleeping. And I have this song. I remember, I remember it started. I would go, "Ack, ack, what's going on?" And and I have footage of it. I don't know where it is. The VHS exists somewhere. Oh but I remember God. watching it in college, and my friends were like, "Drew, this would be the role you would play now." Like <laughs> the angry parrot who's like, "You've woken me up. I'm cranky." Yeah. Um, yeah, we just know. We exactly. We just are who we are. So did I'm this, sorry. Anyway, go did back this to this. Actually, uh, I did. We did. We got uh, a few friends from it. We we um, <laughs> another girl who was just very shy, who also Aww. didn't have a lot of friends. She became our friend, and we're still friends to this day. Um, but it is. I, I kind of like the thing you were saying earlier about how high school you just kind of find your sense of humor and you find yourself. Mm-hmm. And I do feel really lucky in the long run that we did go to this 
school together where there were no boys and you had to wear a uniform and mm. we literally would just like go to the mall not showered for a week and just like oh my not God. care and just like <laughs> gross and but we didn't think anything of it and right. I just feel like we we you know we made stupid home movies together we formed a band together wow none of us had any you know musical talent yeah, i rented yeah. a bass from guitar center and i just it just sat in my room uh-huh. i didn't do anything with it but just we did stupid things which you know and again i'm still such good friends with them i'm going out to dinner with one of them tonight That's but great. um you i don't know we just yeah. we really found each other and we you That's know we right we, I, 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 yeah. particularly that whole the theatrical element mm-hmm. that is so yeah. To find a partner in mm-hmm. that in in such a scary time, yes, and yes. that is the the way you connect and the way you project yourself. Yeah, thank God that you found. Because I also feeling. not only yes. found them, but I also feel like if I went to the public high school mm. that everyone else went to, that we would have went to, it was so much bigger. There were so many other people there. I know I would have been lost. I know yeah. I would have just like. Not been who I, you. yeah, yeah it, and not yeah. at all been who I was. And I, I feel, you know, even though I do feel like we were such idiots, like we, you know, at this school, we had Shakespeare Day and we had Friendship Week where, mm. you know, you had different themes and we would just like be on our front lawn, like with ribbon batons and just uh-huh, like, uh-huh. you know, just like yeah. dressed up and so dumb. But I feel like. I, I needed that. I still needed. I was in that maturity well, it, like, level it where it paved I, the I way for that. what you do now. Yeah. And like, and and even if you don't end up doing it with your life, it's so nice to have, like Joel just said, that that partner. Yeah. And I and I've been so lucky in my life. I've always had that person to be weird with from yeah. day one. And it's been different people. I I did move around a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um. And I was very lucky that I and I and I'm still in touch with almost every. Like friend, I mean, like yeah. I mean, I have a friend from when, when I was five when I moved to, when we were in Virginia, five, six, and seven, and he lives mm. in Harlem now, and we yeah. still see we see each other every now and then. We're Facebook friends, we yeah. stay in touch with each other, yeah. you know. And I remember we used to we we used to watch Scooby Doo, and I remember mm. like we got into a fight when we were maybe six years old about how Mama Cass died. Oh. In the 60s. Like, that, yeah. was, that was not our contemporary. Yeah. But I remember what being, like, really... What was the argument? Hmm? Yeah. What side were you on on the argument? Um, I remember, I think that um, I said she died by eating um, a sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, he said she died by eating a chicken bone. <laughs> we, I think we it was could, a sandwich, right? I think it was, I think a, sandwich. It was it. a sandwich. Yeah. Well, sorry, Drury. Um, <laughs> Wait, is Drury? Yeah. Oh, Drury and Drury. Yes. Do you know that name? No, I just okay. think it's funny that, that you guys have Yeah, his name is yeah, it was Drew with an R-Y. Yeah. I mean, it's also a very old Southern southern name, yeah. Drury. Um, and, um, you know, but you, you have those things. You remember those things that... That you, you know, and in a terrifying world, you've got yes, somebody, yeah, you have somebody to to be weird and with. Still, yeah, and I, again, like you were saying earlier, whenever we meet up, me and my three other close friends, it is like we just press pause on wherever mm-hmm. we last were, and then yeah, play. And that presume. to me yeah. is the best. It's like we haven't, cha- even though we don't see each other a lot, we haven't changed enough where it's like, oh, I don't have anything in common with you anymore. We totally right. do. It's like right. We still laugh at each other, and it, it it is. It's really fun to have that. I went from private school in – maybe that's part of also the going back to the middle school. Mm-hmm. I went from private school first through fifth grade to public school sixth grade. Mm. Oh, so wow. It, and I, fortunately, there's a couple of things to be grateful for. One, I have an older brother who was there uh, an eighth grader when I was a sixth grader. So – he was the upperclassman when I was just this newbie, and he mm-hmm. could he was within reach, yeah, um, but I also knew a few people through sports or ath- ath- athletics that uh, and people in my neighborhood and my buddy uh, Jason, and we like connected so quickly because he and I had not been in the same. He had been th- th- through the public school system, I think maybe I could be wrong on that. No, yeah, I think he was in private school, so we both were sort of in this. Um, New world, bigger world yeah. than had, and I had yeah. thirty people in my class yeah. for a private school. Wow, yeah, uh, right. at, at most. And then 
hundreds. Yeah. And hard to navigate. We sat next to each other at the beginning of every school day. He would get beat up. Oh. <laughs> I would not for some reason. Maybe it was because my older <laughs> brother probably, was there. Yeah. Um, right. And in two years, you wouldn't think of my buddy Jason as being beaten up at all because he was – he, he could fight if he wanted to. But at right, that yeah. time, we were so vulnerable. We sure. didn't know what to do when we got bullied except just to take it. Oh, uh, God, And no. those were terrible. Like, I hated that. I hate oh, that. Oh, it was the I worst time. I hate thinking about that, too. I know. I, especially having That was the thing. I remember now, yeah. uh, in seventh grade, I would be, every day I would come home from school oh. and, and ask myself if I got called a fag that day. And if oh. I didn't, that was a good day. God. And, and, and that's like – I and I, I so accepted that reality. Like, I was so like, okay, that's just, that's how it is. And that's like, that breaks my heart when I think about myself back then. I'm like, what was that? How did I just, and then weirdly, I just like, everybody kind of outgrew that, like, or in some horrible way, or they just moved on to some other thing. But, yeah, you know, it's just like everybody, you know, you're just like being pointed out what is different about you. Yeah. And you, you don't want to stand out. You don't want to do. I, I felt like I, I, for most of my middle school took. A high school had a giant personality crisis. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what path to follow. I, yeah, I didn't know I who I, I. I knew a lot of people. I was friends with a lot of people. I felt like socially yeah. mm-hmm. adjusted, but I f- also felt like an outsider in every group that yeah. I was oh. in. And this is all just looking back. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm fine now. But, hi, yeah, hi, I mean, fine. we're great. We're great now. Yeah, 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 totally yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I look yeah. around this no, middle school, please? You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's so... <laughs> I just want to look around. And when you know, I was back here, I had a personality. You, you owe me this. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> oh, my God. Sir, can you imagine him screaming, you owe me this? To people who... Do me this much. They have no idea who you are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love it. It's so. Oh God, I hate. I yeah. hate thinking about that stuff. Yeah. I hate. Well, I do a lot. I mean, when I get, we occasionally asked, you know, for advice to kids, and sometimes like on like bullying day or like yeah. you know stand up against hate kind yeah. of situations, and what my always my message is always this is temporary. I mean, when people say that it gets better, I'm like, yeah, but just know that this is. And there was something in me. I always felt very lucky that I knew that. Yeah. Like I, I had an awareness of like, oh. I'm going to, when I'm older, it's going to be better. Like, yeah. And like, I know that this is just a thing that I have to kind of get through. And then you knew that at the time. Yeah. And and I, and a lot of kids sadly don't. And that's the, that's the thing where it's like this, you just, just get through this. Like, you know, you just have to, you know, and and looking uh, back there were like, talk about finding your, your partner or at least a, a friend. I remember seeing kids who didn't have that and I didn't know I couldn't help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I, the only solution was to bully them. I would right, imagine, right. No. Yeah, um, no. But I remember <laughs> yeah. seeing kids, not realizing, oh, how much damage they're undergoing right now because they don't have that uh, partner, that friend, right. that somebody, right. And we just like thought, oh, they're or the weird kid. That thing too, because I even you know, again, teaching teens and improv classes, there are those kids where I'm like, I know in school you are not. The popular kid. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. that you are the kid who yeah. is Overlooked. probably having a really hard time. But yeah. in these improv classes, I see them really shine. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. God, like I wish I could just yeah. have you see? in this class <laughs> all the time. And yeah. in a way, but that does give me hope a little bit mm-hmm. that they were even exposed to that. Because yeah. at the very least, they know like there there is a community. There are other people like them in this community who yeah. just so appreciate them, can relate to them, and yes. you can have fun here. And that's, like, and the one thing where I'm like, oh, the, gosh. That's what I think of the more they cut back on arts I know. in high school. I know. Yes, those, that's, the, oh, that's so starting sad. so much yeah. Well, and teaching, I mean, the arts, it's like we don't realize it's not just about putting on wigs and being crazy. You learn empathy. Yeah. You learn Working how together. to be, I mean, you learn how to be somebody, as to see the world from somebody else's point of view. And yeah. that's the thing that... We don't always realize as, as you know, with the actors and what I do, but that is, mm-hmm. that is so invaluable. Yeah. And, and most people never get that experience. They yeah. only, they just see that through their own eyes and this, and just learning how to like, just tell stories and affecting people and all yeah. of it. Like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked about it before, just art in general. Like, I mean, my adult coloring book that like calms yeah. me down when yeah. I get, when I take out crayons and magic markers is 40 years old and 
can just like relax and do that. There's something or putting on music and all mm-hmm. that stuff that is, it's it's like visceral. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not frivolous. It's not yeah. like you know. Um, yeah, it's not extracurricular. It's and not, I, yeah. I never. I mean, I had very little exposure to that. I mean, other than I will say in. My parents always took us to the theater and took us to, you know, mm-hmm. to see movies. And you know, they were very – they're big on, on on making us do that. But really in school, we had no th- – I mean, my theater department – there was no theater department in my high school. We had a theater drama club that, and a lot of it was me directing the plays every year. Oh, you really? I did. Um, and, you know, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, As and, a student, um, you were, but there was no, like, there was There was, like, uh, there, there was, like, whatever advisor. Yeah. I remember my, like, sophomore year, they had some advisor, and she was, like, a first-year teacher, and then she quit halfway through and I had to like direct the school play and then <laughs> they just let me direct the plays there as, as long awesome. as I was there and oh I loved it I, I mean I are you kidding I was like you know um a you know and yeah I I I, I was a, talk about power tripping oh my god I was like <laughs> this year we will be doing the mousetrap auditions are tomorrow this year I will be doing the I will be playing all the roles <laughs> you will come and watch me yeah. uh, I'll send myself flowers yeah. And but it was all secret signed. admirers. Yes, exactly. but it was all self-generated. There wasn't yes. like an official. And I, but like I didn't. But like we were so they were so pro sports. Like we had to take yeah. PE every year, and like you know, and it was so driven towards that. And I was, and I, and it's the source of so much insecurity to this day. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working out with a trainer, and there's certain things he has me do, and I'm like, I have trigger, such anxiety trigger, 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 yeah. about like hurdles, like jumping oh, over yeah. a hurdle. Oh, no. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's like, yeah. you're jumping this high onto it. And I go, I know it's not a physical thing. It's a mental it, thing totally. that I have to get over. And like, just the humiliation yeah. of being in the gym and all that I remember, stuff that I was. Yeah, we would have to do the mile run, like a mile I know, run, what, and, and I could never do. I would always be like last walking, and, and, and I'm not horrible. competitive. Like, and that's the thing that's like, ultimately I think helped me in this business to yeah. not feel competitive. But yeah. I'm so not in sports that I don't care what yeah. the score is, and I just want to go in. And can we not just talk about how t- people are terrible and <laughs> instead of like playing in sport? Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, it's up to us. Yeah, change the world. Change the future. Change the yeah, future. one improv um, class at a time. I know. Well, you guys were out of time. Oh, oh um, this has been a blast. Yeah. Thank you for giving your Friday afternoon. Oh well, thank you. This, yeah. I yeah. love talking about this stuff. So I know it's it. so it nice. Yeah. I love just nice. going back. Yeah, going back to school. Going back to middle school. That's being right. A little creep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Creeps in school. <laughs> All right. I want to thank my guests, Danny Morrow and Joel Spence. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Drew. Thank you. Have a great uh, everybody. Have a great week. Oh, I, I always say have a week. And I said, have a great week. I like that you almost said, have a great everybody. Have a great everybody. That's the (laughs) message after today. All right, guys. Have a great everybody. Bye.